0: You're listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome everyone to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board certified plastic surgeon. How many of you want to get a ton of cosmetic surgery procedures done and you want to do it all at once because you have a limited amount of time off. You want to get it all finished so that you could look incredible from head to toe. Am I speaking to you guys out there? I know That when you come in to see me for consultations, so many of you have a laundry list of things that you'd really want to have done, and a lot of you really want to have them done all at once. What I'm here to tell you today is that there's actually no sin and sometimes a benefit to separating out the procedures. I want to give you some examples of ones that I actually think in the long run may be beneficial to separate out. Here we go. I want to give you a couple of these ideas that may be you in particular that I'm speaking to. So here's what I want to say. There's been a trend in removing breast implants. And it's... You know, been happening for a while, um, mainly because I think, and after talking to so many of my colleagues and even speaking to you, my patients, years ago, maybe larger breasts were something that were much more in vogue, and now the perkier, youthful, tighter breast is in vogue. So, if you, many years ago, opted for larger breast implants, and then potentially you had some pregnancies, your breast now may be enormous. And it's not just because of the size implant that you chose way back when, but it's because as you got older and you had some pregnancies, many of you grow breast tissue and add a little bit of a fatty component to the breast. And even if you're in phenomenal shape, there's so many of you that come in that just have larger breasts than you ever thought that you would. But when you look back at your genetics, you go, you know what? My mom, my aunt, my grandmother, they did have larger breasts and they never had breast implants. It's just as they got older, hormonally or whatever, just made them look larger. And now you really do have enough of your own breast tissue that you may not really need these implants any longer. So, when we come and sit down and talk about this in the consultation, many of you are looking to do not only the removal of the implant, but you also want to do some sort of a breast lift. And a lot of you, frankly, need that to happen. So, if I'm speaking to you and you know you're the person that got breast implants many years ago, and now the implants are still in place. They're not deflated or anything. It's just that your breast tissue, your nipple and areola are hanging off of where the implant actually is. In those lo- in those situations, I would say most of the time, some sort of a breast lift is going to be needed, regardless if we replace those implants with new ones, or we just take those implants out. If the nipple and areola is really far away from where the implant is supposed to be, obviously to make the breast look perky and youthful, we're going to have to do some sort of a lift. However, I've seen so many of you come in, your breasts look still amazing after you know, having implants in for a long time, maybe even having some pregnancies, the skin of the breast is still in really good shape. And really, all you really want to do is remove the implants. You may not need the lift. And that's where I'm saying separating out this procedure may save you some additional scarring and additional surgery that may not necessarily be needed. Here's my example. Just last week we did a a patient who's had her implants in for 18 years. And to be 100% honest, her breasts look amazing. I happen to be the one that put the implants in 18 years ago, but her breast, the skin, the breast tissue, everything was still in really great shape. The need to have to do a breast lift because you're worried that when we take these implants out, oh, my God, it's going to look awful. They're going to be sagging. It's going to look terrible is not necessarily the case. And what I'm trying to make an argument for is what I made an argument about with this woman Just last week, which, and when we did the surgery, I really believe it's going to pan out to be exactly like I explained, which is taking those implants out and doing some work on the internal aspect of where that implant was residing and then allowing your breast tissue and your skin to retract, to basically shrink over the course of the next 6 months to a year may make it so wonderful that you did not have to have any kind of a breast lift and many of you that come in to talk to me about this I actually cons- you know consult with you about doing that exact thing listen we could always at another time let's say a year come back and if you really did need to have some sort of a breast lift we could always do that potentially Smaller incisions, less downtime, um, less of an amount of skin that needed to be removed because we did give it, let's say, six months to a year to allow your body to shrink down that excess amount of tissue that was being pulled by the implant. And I can't tell you the number of patients that we've done this on, especially over the past year and a half, two years, where we've just taken the implants out, we've done a decent amount of work on the inside where the implant was, and then just allowing that breast to shrink down, tighten up over the course of time. Now, you know, compression garments, compressive bras, things like that, that we will give you to allow this to happen as best as possible is definitely in the plan. But overall, for you that are really not looking to have additional scars put on the breast with a breast lift, it's a very viable option. Now, if you're the person out there that has a lot of stretch marks on your breast, If you're the one that I was talking about in the beginning where the nipple and areola is in a really low position, this is probably not going to be sufficient for you. But it's always worth thinking about and giving the body a chance to heal itself, to retract, to do what you know happens after you get pregnant. The skin stretches out and then it snaps back. Now, it may not snap back on everyone the same, but over the course of some time, It does have elastic properties, and a lot of times it'll snap back just fine. Another area that I want to mention that's very similar to this is liposuction and tummy tucks. So many of you come in, and the overwhelming amount of concern is the excess amount of fat, let's say, around the abdomen and love handle area. And regardless of the exercising and dieting that you're doing, it's just not going away from those areas, right? Well, on top of that, you still may have some skin laxity. Let's face it, as we get older, the skin's going to get a little bit more lax. However, nowadays, with the techniques that we're using to do liposuctioning, we're actually using heated energy during these liposuctioning procedures. To allow not only the fat to become more emulsified, but we're training the skin and heating the skin to allow the dermis to retract. To allow the fibers that hold the skin down to shrink up. And this is done with a numerous um, multitude of techniques that we have in the office as well as in the operating room. Things like... Um, radio frequency liposuction, uh, ultrasonic assisted liposuctioning. These types of things not only help us create beautiful shapes by getting rid of the unwanted fat, but it also allows the skin to redrape in such a way so it's tighter and more shrunken down. So, the reason why I'm saying this is so many of you come in that feel you need a tummy tuck. Because you do have some excess skin in the lower part of the abdomen. And one of the things I'm always talking to you about is, again, everyone's different. But if you have relatively good skin tone, if you don't have a tremendous amount of um, stretch marks, if the skin hasn't been like a yo-yo where you know what I'm talking about, if you've gone on a diet and lost a ton of weight and then you gained a lot of weight back and then you lost a lot of weight – a lot of times that skin just never regains its turgor. It never regains its elastic properties because it's been stretched out and, you know, going back and forth so many times. So in that particular case, we may need to do some sort of a skin excision. However, many of you don't fit that you know, characteristic. Many of you come in, and you do have some skin laxity, but the overwhelming amount of what's making your pants not fit properly, or your dress, or your clothes, is that that excess amount of bulging fat around your abdomen and love handle just may be the the culprit. And that's where I'm again suggesting that we do a tremendous job with the liposculpting and the liposuctioning and give your skin and your body an ability to shrink down, allow those tissues to glue itself to the new base that we created. Because let's be honest, that skin is resting on a pad of fatty tissue that will not be there after the liposuctioning. So if we can do everything in our power to compress that skin to the new base that we've created, your skin will get glued into those locations because your body's going to form collagen and collagen is going to be that scarring material that's going to hold the tissues or the skin into place in the new shape that we've created. And that's where all the garments and all the girdles and the spanks and all those other things that we, you know, promote really do help over the course of those four to six months, let's say. So keep these things in mind. There's so many other ones that we could talk about where, you know, separating out the procedures and giving your body the inherent ability to shrink down makes so much sense. So keep these things in mind when you're like looking at yourself in the mirror and you're thinking of all these things that you really need to have done. Sometimes you could just allow, you know, your own body's healing ability to help after having one of those procedures. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye.